At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into the Pro Football Blitz right here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. I'm Brady Cannon live at the Circa Resort and Casino, the beautiful Circa Sportsbook over my shoulder here and a very nervous and excited crowd here uh, as they feast uh, feast their eyes on the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills in this divisional matchup at Arrowhead Stadium. Just under 12 minutes left to go in regulation and the Kansas City Chiefs uh, with a good stop there on defense. They forced the Buffalo Bills to punt. So they trade punts here early in the fourth quarter, still 23-21 to with the Kansas City Chiefs on top by two points. They will get the ball back on offense now. Again, under 12 minutes left to go in the final frame. There is uh, no live line currently on this game. At last look, it was the Kansas City Chiefs minus two and a half. I'm not sure where that total has gone. James, have you seen an update as far as uh, the live line or the total in this game? No, it's off the board. They're going to have to repunt this football, and it's actually a benefit to Kansas City here. I think it was a legal formation on Buffalo. It was offsetting penalties, but then there was a, a clip on Kansas City on the return. Actually, it looked like a not only a, a, a well a block below the waist, but also a, a block in the back. But because it was offsetting penalties, they're going to have to kick this football again. So now once this ball comes back up, another big punt coming from Buffalo and we'll see what the flip and field position is here with Tyreek Hill bringing this ball back and here we go he brings it all the way up oh he broke a tackle as well looks like he's going to take this all the way inside the red zone back into the 20 so basically where they kick the football from is where Kansas City is going to start with the football inside Buffalo territory right around the 15. Yeah, big special teams play right there by Tyreek Hill. Looked like he might be stopped for no gain. He caught that punt right around his own 35-yard line, but he's able to sneak through a few tackles there and get it all the way down to about the Buffalo 15-yard line. And now the Kansas City Chiefs become five-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market in your total. Back to that number we've seen a few times. Has not gotten higher than this, but 58 and a half. For your live total, that is the highest we have seen it. Patrick Mahomes and company starting first and 10 in the red zone. Looks like about the 16-yard line. Again, 11 and a half minutes left to go in this fourth quarter. They are nursing a two-point lead, 23-21. to They'll run a play here and gain about four yards on first down. 
Uh, James, let's talk about uh, the game earlier today and what a wild one it was. The Rams and the Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers close as three-point favorites with a total of 48. And the Rams got on the board first with a field goal and then really proceeded to dominate in the first half. They did it on offense. They did it on defense by really putting pressure on Tom Brady. He was pressured 10 times in the first half. And the Rams went into the locker room with a 20-3 to lead. Now, late in the third quarter, Cooper Cup fumbles, and Tampa Bay turned it into their first touchdown of the game, 27-13, to begin the fourth quarter. Von Miller then strip-sacks Tom Brady, and re- really, I thought this game was finished. And then the very first snap uh, eludes Matthew Stafford, and Jason Pierre-Paul jumps on it in L.A. territory, and all of a sudden Tampa Bay's in big in business once again, but they fail to capitalize. So then L.A. going the other way begins to milk the clock, and with six minutes and 31 seconds left, the Rams miss a 47-yard field goal, and the Bucks have life once again down by 14. But they end up turning it over on downs. And then the L.A. Rams, with three minutes and 20 seconds left to go in regulation, they give the ball back to Tampa Bay. And Brady finds Mike Evans on a 55-yard touchdown. And all of a sudden, this is 27-20. to And people are starting to go, wow, maybe this is a ball game here. What's going to happen? Is Tom Brady going to do it again? Uh, Then the Rams trying to milk the clock again. Now with two minutes and 25 seconds left in the ball game and and the impossible happens cam Akers fumbles and, and the bucks get the ball again now with uh under two minutes left to go in the ball game from nine yards out leonard fournette runs it in the extra point is good and all of a sudden the comeback is complete they have tied this ball game at 27 apiece it was absolutely miraculous now miraculous as well matthew stafford with 42 seconds left on the clock that much maligned tampa Bay secondary. It's been beaten up all year long. They give up two 40-plus yard passes to Cooper Cup, and Matt Gay knocks home the game winner as time runs out. 30-27 to 27 your final, and boy, what a second half of football. The Bucks nearly pulled it off. Wild game, especially that last 30 minutes like you mentioned, Brady, and, and thinking about for Tom Brady, what's how is he going to go out? You think about how they just a complete whitewash in that first half in favor of the Rams. I mean, dominated on both sides of the football, led 20 to three at halftime. They come out and score in the second half, go up 27 to three and feeling like, well, I guess, is this what it's going to look like for Tom Brady to finish out his career? And you knew he was going to have some fight in him and, and they were going to still continue to battle. The, the, the champions are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you're not just going to lay, especially at home. You're just not going to to roll over, even though you're down three scores, four scores for that matter, 27 to three, I guess uh, it could be considered three scores, but and more so to me, just watching the Rams play in that second half and how they got tight and feeling like on both sides of the football, not just offensively, you know, with not only with, with Cup putting a ball on the ground, Cam Akers fumbled twice. He fumbled right before the half, as well as that big fumble there in the fourth quarter. But the fact that the Rams were not able to, to generate, they tried to run the football. They rushed the ball 30 times today for a total of 73 yards, just couldn't get anything going on the ground to try to milk the clock. And, and grind the clock out with such a big lead. I think that was probably the biggest piece for the Rams, that the the fact that they weren't able to run the football with any type of consistency and, and 
and grind that clock down, and then you give Tom Brady and you give short fields, you're turning the football over, and you give Tom Brady opportunities, and that's what he needed. Now, yeah, the the last drive for the Rams being able to get themselves in position to go finish off the game with that last second field goal, but man, is is this uh, such a roller coaster of emotions? I think for Los Angeles going in at the half, they they t- they look like the hungrier team for the first thirty minutes for sure. This was a team that that came out and they knew what their game plan was going to be. And for Tampa, uh, miscommunication on the back end on one of the big touchdowns to to Cooper Cup over Cooper Cup over the top and some finger pointing going on, finger pointing on the field, finger pointing on the sideline. Like this was a team that started to find themselves in position that they're not used to being in. It's one thing to be they've lost plenty of games in the regular season, but they hadn't lost in the playoffs. They were swept the board on the road last year. As the wild card team and winning the Super Bowl, so what happens when things get tight? And we we saw Tampa try to be able to rally themselves and take that momentum and put it on the Rams in that second half and in particular that fourth quarter. I just wonder, Brady, from the Rams' perspective, yeah, you got out of there and you won the game, but it felt like there was a multitude. There were multiple games within the game within that sixty minutes where they won some and then they lost some, and ultimately were able to finish it out with multiple games on that special teams to kick the field goal and win the football game. Yeah, James, you know, I think it turned out that the loss of Tristan Wirfs across that offensive line was a bigger deal than I expected it to be, especially in that first half. The Rams were getting all kinds of pressure on Tom Brady, and I think that was a big part of the reason they got off to a slow start and had to or were forced into a position where they had to mount a comeback. Uh, You wonder if that will be, if the Rams will have the same amount of success against that offensive line of the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, You know, Tom Brady, uh, maybe the fewest sacked quarterback uh, in the league. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were one of the best offensive lines in football as far as protecting the quarterback. San Francisco and Los Angeles, very good as well. Their quarterbacks being sacked less than two times per game on average during the regular season. Uh, Now, Trent Williams across that offensive line for San Francisco could be a little banged up, uh, was hobbled with the ankle on Saturday night in Green Bay. I wonder about some of those injuries. Debo Samuel with an ankle uh, problem as well. He says he's going to be fine. I I wonder if some of those little nicks and, and, and bruises that these guys were suffering throughout that contest, I wonder if they were amplified a little bit because of the freezing temperatures. I mean, you know, yeah. you, you tweak a little bit in warm temperatures. It might be a lot different from what they uh, experienced there at Lambeau Field on Saturday night. But uh, I, I got to believe that a healthy San Francisco offensive front uh, is going to keep that Rams uh, defense out of the backfield more so than what we saw today against Tampa Bay. Yeah, and, and and we saw in that game against Green Bay early in the game for San Francisco, it's, it looked like on both sides of the uh, both sides of the football for San Francisco, both units, offense and defense, it took them a little while to get acclimated to the cold because they can't simulate that from where they're at in San Francisco, what that's going to feel like until you get out there in real time. Uh, that first drive for, for Green Bay went right down the field, scored seven, a couple missed tackles on that drive, and usually San Francisco is great at tackling in space, but I felt like it took them a little while to literally physically get warmed up to those elements. And yeah, I think when you, when you're talking about the, the ground, it's hard, it's physical, you're cold. And 
Yeah, uh, there was a number of players in the second half you mentioned with Williams being banged up. I saw George Kittle limp off the field, but ultimately the the adrenaline of the moment gets them through it. I think now the fact that San Francisco is so battle-tested, this is going to be their, in a sense, their fourth straight playoff game. I'll just call it the Week 18 game in Los Angeles that they won on the road in overtime. That was a playoff game. They needed to win that football game to get in and secure that wild card berth. Now it's going to be, in a sense, their fourth straight playoff game on the road for the San Francisco 49ers going up in this NFC Championship game matchup. But if anything, there's so much confidence to be had, not only of how San Francisco's performed the last part of the season, but the fact that they went into SoFi, came back from a 17 to nothing lead or deficit in that second quarter to win that football game in overtime. Sky high is the limit right now with the confidence for the San Francisco 49ers. Huge stop for the Buffalo defense holding Kansas City to just a field goal. They've got the ball with about six minutes left to go, trailing by five. We'll be back to update you on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN has a great new offer to help you make this your best betting year ever. All of our new big game and big dance special provides VSIN Plus all access to everything we do from now through April the 5th for only $69. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24 7 video access, the upcoming big game and college hoops betting guides, plus full access to vsin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. Visit vsin.com slash big deal to sign up today. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you inside the Pro Football Blitz, keeping an eye on the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. 26-21 in favor of the Chiefs. Under five minutes left to go in regulation now, and Josh Allen fires incomplete on first and ten. Again, trailing by five points, the Kansas City Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites 
in the live market. And it's time now to join one of our friends, Mark Lawrence. He is one of the pioneers in the sports handicapping industry. You can find him at playbook.com and also follow him on Twitter at Mark Lawrence. That's Mark with a C. Mark, you thank you so much for joining us once again here on the program. I'm sure you're engaged in this Chiefs-Buffalo Bills game. Uh, it's been a real dandy, the second of two dandies we've seen today. What has been your takeaway so far through about three and a half quarters of this AFC contest at Arrowhead? Well, I think anybody that uh, bought a ticket for the game has got their money's worth so far, and it looks like it's going to come right down to much like all of the other divisional games this weekend, the team that has the ball last scores and wins the football game. My big question I got to ask you guys is, uh, do you feel that the winner of this game may be suffering some sort of an emotional letdown or at least not be able to get up to the same level they're at tonight come next week's game? You know, that's interesting that you say that, Mark, and I posed that question to James a little bit earlier. You know, I, I think especially for Buffalo, if they're able to kind of slay this dragon that has been the Kansas City Chiefs for a couple of seasons now, now, of course, they avenged, uh, you know, that loss with a win earlier this regular season, but that really means nothing if they don't win here today. And, you know, with, with that kind of monkey off their back, uh, with the Bengals coming to town, if it is going to be Orchard Park for the AFC Championship, uh, and you're never going to look past a team for an AFC Championship game, but maybe the point spread's a little elevated, and maybe their spirits are as well. I think that's the combination, Brady. I think that's the, what the factor would be in the game. It would be very, very difficult, at least emotionally, to be on the same level that they're at tonight. And the other point you bring out, which is spot on, is the fact that they would then have uh, defeated Kansas City two times this football season in avenging last year's championship loss. So this line could come a little bit heavier than I think Buffalo would have anticipated, or at least their backers, the, Buff uh, the Buffalo Mafia, would have anticipated come next week if they do win this game tonight. Mark, so thinking about where this game sits and with Kansas City trying to hang on to this lead with just under four minutes to play, regardless of wherever this, wherever the AFC Championship is played, whether it's in Kansas City or Buffalo, give us your perspective on Cincinnati and the performance that we saw out of them on both sides of the football yesterday in that win at Tennessee. And yeah, Joe Burrow took a lot of sacks, nine sacks to be had total, but and some of that probably on the offensive line, some of that on Joe Burrow maybe holding holding the football too long as, as the gunslinger and the competitor that he is. But I just feel like the, the this young team, I don't know if this young team understands that they're not supposed to be doing what they're doing right now, Mark, and getting themselves in the AFC Championship game. You mentioned wherever they play, the fact that in a sense they may be playing with house money. How do you feel about them rolling into this game next week regardless of where it's played? Well, that's another good point you make, James, is the fact that uh, they're young kids. They're the new kids in the block who probably don't even understand the magnitude of where it is they're at. They're just going out and playing football and having fun right now. Uh, you know, they've reeled off uh, seven straight point spread covers in a row, so they're obviously playing really good football right now. Um, my concern here would be that uh, looking inside the numbers at what they've accomplished here, and, and that's not to take anything away from what it is they've accomplished, uh, well, that would be six straight points spread covers, I correct myself. They've been out yarded in each of their last three football games. And if you continue to keep winning in the football in the playoff portion of the season here and you don't own the stats in the games, eventually that comes up and bites you. 
and it may end up happening in a case like a championship game as well. So that will be interesting to see whether or not the Bengals can uh, uh, realize that, hey, maybe we're not putting up the stats that uh, that the scoreboard's indicating we're winning by, but we're having fun. Uh, but the thing I do like about what they're doing here, though, is they are not turning the football over here. If you look at this football team, their last six games, they only have one turnover. So they're not beating themselves, which normally young teams do. Yeah, absolutely, Mark. Uh, They have been a great story. Certainly the storybook team, I think, of the NFL season this year. Zach Taylor, much maligned in his first few seasons as coach there, but maybe the NFL coach of the year at this point, maybe Joe Burrow, the comeback player of the year, and Jamar Chase looks like uh, the rookie of the year as well. Let's flip over to the NFC where just an absolutely wild comeback in your home state there on the other side of the state in Tampa Bay, Tom Brady uh, performs his magic in the second half and really makes what looked like a one-sided affair uh, come down to the nitty gritty and looked like we were headed for overtime, not to be as Matthew Stafford uh, pulls out a couple of tricks of his own and the Rams are able to win it. But James and I were talking about the injuries across that offensive line for Tampa Bay and how much pressure they were able to get on Tom Brady. I don't know if the Rams will see that same success against that 49er offensive line. Uh, And if the Rams can't get pressure on the quarterback, it looked like that was a huge part of their success today. They did not have a great running game. Uh, Matthew Stafford was certainly great through the air, but if they can't pressure Jimmy Garoppolo, this may be a Niners victory once again over the Rams. Well, it would be uh, end up being their seventh consecutive victory over the Rams. They've kind of owned this football team, uh, one of their division brethren, if you will. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see whether they can take them out three times in one season, the last being in this championship game. I will say this, though. Uh, after the game ended, I had to dive right into my database to find out what situations like that happen to be in the NFL playoffs. And when you do find teams that have won three successive games in a row uh, playing in the playoffs, uh, coming into today, all as underdogs, I should say, I should preface that, three consecutive underdog wins in a row in the playoffs, uh, you, you will find those teams to be two and six straight up and against the spread. So it's it's sort of really tough to continue that role, that, that, that run that way. But they do know each other quite well, obviously, because they do play in the same neighborhood, the NFC West. I think it's going to be one heck of a football game. I had alluded earlier that nobody wants to play San Francisco right now because they're playing arguably the best football in the National Football League. People might say Buffalo, but I might say San Francisco has a case as well. I think it's going to be one heck of a football game here. Uh, Can they take them out Three times in one season. I think I saw an early number of four is what I, I think John Murray quoted uh, from the Superbook. He posted four, an early game, or early number on that game. So uh, it'll be interesting. It would be tough to pass San Francisco plus four. And I have a feeling that if that is the number that opens, it would probably settle closer to three. Mark, and I'm looking at the number now, basically consensus out here, at least in Colorado, it's Los Angeles favored by three and a half with a total of 46 and a half consensus. Thinking about the side, Brady and I were talking about this earlier, definitely leaning towards the dog in this matchup, getting that three and a half. What about the total? What's your sense of a team where these teams know each other? Divisional rivals for one, and the fact that now this is going to be their third straight, the third matchup within this season. Teams that know each other very well. How does that? How do you feel about the total in this matchup sitting at 46 and a half? 
Well, my personal feeling, James, is that when you get down to championship time, and it doesn't matter whether it's football or the NCAA March Madness tournament, uh, NBA finals, it's all about defense that wins the big games, that finds teams climbing ladders and cutting down nets or winning championships, and they do it because of their defense. These two teams bring two really good, solid defenses into the football contest here. I could only look one way, and that would be under in this football game, especially because they know each other like kissing cousins these two teams do. All right, Mr. Lawrence, very good. Thank you once again for joining us as always, uh, and enjoy the final minutes here of the Chiefs and the Bills, and we'll talk to you again down the road, my friend. Hey, thanks for the call, you guys. Be well, stay safe, enjoy the games, and I'll catch up with you down the road. Take care. All right, that is Mark Lawrence. Check him out on Twitter, at Mark Lawrence, Mark with a C. You can also find him at playbook.com. We've got two minutes left, and the Buffalo Bills are facing a fourth and long. It was a busted play that Kansas City pass rush got into the backfield, and Josh Allen had to dump it off. It's now fourth and 13. They're trailing 26-21. to 21. Just a couple of minutes left in this ball game, and this is basically your ball game, James. They just had the two-minute warning. If Buffalo is turned over on downs here, the Chiefs are probably they still do have three timeouts, so the Chiefs will have to uh, get a couple of first downs to close this one out, but Buffalo's chances uh, diminish greatly. It's basically Katie bar the door if they can't convert this one yeah big fourth and 13 coming up here inside the 30 but you mentioned three timeouts even if they don't get it the game is not over all right patrick mahomes trying to fire up the crowd here we're going to have fourth and 13 coming up we'll update you on the outcome on the other side as we continue to roll on right here on the pro football blitz This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's never too early to prepare for the big game, and we want to make sure VEASAN is a part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs, of course, and then on the championship weekend, we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage at VEASAN.com, and that'll lead up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join the VEASAN betting experts before, during, and after the action, all at VEASAN.com. Wow, that was interesting, James. Uh, we went to break there with a fourth and 13 situation for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills from about the 30-yard line of the Kansas City Chiefs. And the play that they choose is a 30-yard strike into the end zone. Josh Allen finds Gabriel Davis. He was wide open. Didn't look like the Chiefs were expecting that strategy at all. They go for two points, and Josh Allen running for his life, scrambling against, to, against the grain, against his body, out to the left and flips it to Stefan Diggs. The two-point conversion is good as well. 29-26, the Buffalo Bills take the lead, and this is the first time in the last seven home games that the Chiefs have trailed in the second half of a game. But right now, that's the question. You looked at that clock. There was one minute and 54 seconds left when Patrick Mahomes got the ball back, and you wonder if we just gave this guy too much time. Well, and he just converted a third down, convert third and 10. They got it now pass out of bounds. It's second and 10. They get into range. Now, right now, Kansas City, a minute and 13 to go, second and 10 from just inside their own 40. They move down to get a tying field goal. If that's the case, where's the confidence level right now, Brady of Harrison? But 
Butker, right? He's already missed. He missed the PAT. He missed kind of a, a chip shot field goal. So they get, they're talking about they're putting the yard, the distance out there for him to be in his range. But that's one thing physically to be in the range. It's another thing mentally to be in that range. Although here you go. We just see there is a house there's a house call from Tyreek Hill, like a 60-yard pass down the seams. He takes it all the way to the house. Now Kansas City jumps back on on top with just over a minute to go. Well, and now the question is, did you give Josh Allen too much time? Josh Allen will have a minute left here, all three of his timeouts. Uh, currently, they trail KC by three points. It is 20, let's see, what is this now? This is 32 to 29. Uh, they will probably just kick the extra point here, their traditional one-point attempt for Kansas City. But Tyreek Hill, boy, he is so hard to track down. Mm. And again, did Kansas City score too quickly here? (laughs) By the way, James, uh, Patrick Mahomes now 265 yards passing. I don't know if he's going to see the ball again. Uh, You may not get to cash your prop bet there, but uh, boy, he has made it awful close. And uh, I guess we probably won't be able to go to overtime now as uh, Kansas City does indeed nail the extra point there. So 33-29 to 29 is your score. And again, a minute left on the clock for the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen, who have all three of their timeouts. And I know both you and I are Bills fans for this particular game for betting reasons. And I kind of like our chances right now. I, I like the fact that they scored quickly and we have a minute to go with three timeouts. Hey, anytime you have an opportunity, and that's where it is. You got 60 seconds here with three timeouts for Buffalo, and and there's some injuries on the backside for the Kansas City Chiefs. We talked about Tyron Matthew being gone in that first half. How has that impacted the back end of that of that secondary for the Kansas City Chiefs, as well as that last drive? Javarius Ward went down with. I'm not sure it was a, it was a foot injury, an ankle injury, but he had limped off earlier in that in that leading drive, that touchdown drive, the last drive for the Buffalo Bills. We'll have to check his status. So we'll see if number 35, Javarius Ward, gets back out on the field for this for for this last drive for the Buffalo Bills. So, yeah, back and forth. Is this what we expected? I think we expected this is what we bet on. I bet on the over. We were definitely on the over when they came to this game, and the shootout has commenced, especially here in the last couple possessions. Yeah, the over cashes. The uh, game closed at 54.5 in the live market. We saw it as high as 58.5, and currently we have 62 points on the board between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, scoring touchdowns, a couple of touchdowns here just in the last few minutes of the fourth quarter. Uh, The live line currently is the Buffalo Bills plus 270 on the money line, and they are catching 3.5 points. So currently they trail by uh, four points, 33 to 29. So Josh Allen and company first and 10 with a minute and two seconds left from their own 25 yard line. And he goes deep there and no one home. So it'll be second and 10 with under a minute now to play in this contest. And yeah, I mean, win or lose our bets, James, uh, win or lose for Kansas City or Buffalo. This one has been everything it's been billed to be. A lot of fun. And we've talking about 
this is really the de facto AFC championship game. And if this is eh, both teams just putting it all out there, so many talented players, so many big plays, and we're seeing that play out here, especially thinking about Josh Allen and, and it's all on his shoulders. We know with Mahomes, it's on his shoulders to have to make plays for that Kansas city offense as well. But uh, but he's got plenty of playmakers that can he can just throw a quick slant to Tyreek Hill who can house that from 60 yards out. For Josh Allen, he's got to make every – so many of these plays for him have been improvisational plays outside the pocket, utilizing his legs and his feet and makes another one here. He climbs up here in the pocket, finds, again, Davis down the field, and it looks like we've got the Bills across midfield into Kansas City territory with probably a timeout with the Bills with two remaining. Yeah, 49 seconds left. The Bills do call timeout. Josh Allen over the middle to Gabriel Davis, and they are out to midfield. I was just looking at the live line here, and before that play, the Bills were plus 800, 8-1 to win this game on second and 10. Now they've become a favorite at minus 150. So the odds makers thinking the chances are in Buffalo's favor here. Again, with 49 seconds left, they're actually into Chiefs territory about the 48-yard line. Again, 49 seconds left in regulation here, and uh, Josh Allen is going to be complete again, and I think that's Gabriel Davis once Mm -hmm. again. That's really been his favorite receiver all game long, James, and sure enough, that is a first down. The clock continues to tick. Now under 30 seconds, and uh, it is first and 10 inside the 40-yard line of the Kansas City Chiefs, and Allen is basically going to just throw that one away. That'll stop the clock. Javarius Ward was on the coverage there, James, so apparently he is back in the game and healthy. Yeah, he's back in the game. He was on that last play against Stephon Diggs, and Diggs really has not been a factor in this game whatsoever. He's had six targets. He's had three receptions for seven yards as Stephon Diggs. Like you talked about before, it is all about Gabriel Davis. Cole Beasley's had himself a pretty good game, too. I want to see if he's back in. He took a shot on that last drive and got knocked out of the game. He got his neck kind of wrenched pretty good. We'll see. Right now, I see Davis on the sideline right now looking a little gas. So now we're we're set up here second and 10 from the 35 with just 20 seconds remaining. And it looks like we've got a flag on the play. It looks like the ball was complete and we've got a flag on the play, but it's going to be either way. The play is going to hold up. Sanders makes the call, makes the catch. And I think they should probably take this. They should take this penalty because that should stop the clock. Absolutely. Yeah, the clock is showing 17 seconds right now. Uh, It was complete to Emmanuel Sanders, I believe, inside the 20-yard line. They do call pass interference on the Kansas City Chiefs, so you wonder if they'll add any time to this clock here. Again, Kansas City with a four-point lead, 33-29, to leading the Buffalo Bills by four. And as far as the live market, Buffalo went to a plus 350 underdog on the money line before that play. Now they're once again in the role of the favorite at minus 135 on the money line, not inside the 20, at about the 21-yard line. And Allen... James, there it is. Josh Allen, touchdown. Gabriel Davis again. Two, one thousand. Put it on the board, Brady. Put it on the board. It's in the house. Now they're going to go for two. Gabriel Davis again down the seam. No Tyron Matthew. Man, have they been lighting him up in the second half without Matthew on the field to 
be able to go in. There's 13 seconds remaining here. Brady, I'm sorry, man. I'm really excited. I had a pretty large position plus the 290 to win this game outright. Well, I am very excited as well. I have a decent-sized position on the Bills to win the conference, and I've got a nice bet on the Bills plus two in this contest. So now the question is, James, is 13 seconds too much time for Patrick <laughs> yeah. Mahomes? At this point, the fact that as many touchdowns as we've seen scored, and we got to give a little body English, and that ball just scoots in to make the PAT is good. So Buffalo up 36 33 with 13 seconds remaining. What a massive game for both Josh Allen and Davis. Uh, but yeah, I'll, we're we're getting close. We go and sizzle, Brady. Almost once we get to triple zero and we see that F come up final for the Buffalo Bills. This game is not over yet with 13 seconds remaining. Josh Allen for 329 passing yards now and four touchdowns. And each one of those touchdown passes has gone to Gabriel Davis. They cannot stop Gabriel Davis today. And I do agree with you. I think the loss of Tyron Matthew has been huge in this second half. They've really been able to exploit that hole in the defense. Eight catches over 200 yards through the air for Gabriel Davis and including those four touchdowns. We'll come back. The Bills out in front, 36-33. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. You can catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vsin.com slash podcast. Get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. You can also get Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all free and available now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh boy, James, it's not done yet. 
the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey hook up for a big passing play, giving the Chiefs into field goal range. And Harrison Butker hits this one just inside the upright from about 47 yards away. That'll tie the game at 36 apiece, and we are headed for more football. Overtime at Arrowhead Stadium, this game just does not want to end. And what do Josh Allen and the Bills have to do to knock out this Kansas City Chiefs team. I'll tell you one thing, they ought to cover Travis Kelsey a little better. If you saw the coverage there, the guy was on the outside of Kelsey and he had all kinds of room to the inside. It was an easy pitch and catch for Patrick Mahomes and they needed about 25 yards or so to get into field goal range and that's exactly what they got. And you know, the Bills were obviously playing soft, trying to lot, not let anything get behind them, but uh, I, I didn't like the way they defended Travis Kelsey right there. Well, poor leverage, especially the fact that Kansas City had timeouts. So you knew they ha- they could afford to throw the ball inside the numbers down the hash marks, and they were it was like they were playing boundary. We want to take away and force you to catch the football on the interior. If anything, we need to force you away from. We need to make that a uh, more difficult throw. Not that any throw for Mahomes is difficult. He can make all the throws out there on the field, but. Really soft coverage, man. It, it felt like the Bills were celebrating with 13 seconds. and We were eh, not so fast, my friend. We knew we had to get there and see that triple zero. Well, it's triple zeros when it comes to the end of the fourth quarter, and it's tied at 36 now. Now what do the Bills have to do? I'm not sure who won this. We'll have to see who won the, the coin toss here. But ultimately, I think whoever gets the ball first, nobody's been able to stop anybody here in this fourth quarter. I think whoever gets the ball first, they're going to be able to go down and ice this game well unfortunately for you and i kansas city is going to get the ball first and the bills are even money to win this ball game kansas city a minus 130 favorite on the money line so the bills will kick off to kansas city to start the extra session here obviously this game sailing over the total now at 36 apiece 72 points in total for a game that closed 54 and a half and We've been talking uh, in previewing this game for a week now, James, about this Bills defense. If they're ever going to show up, it has to be right now. Well, and you're going to have to find a way. You're going to have to find a way to get some pressure on Mahomes. I think that's what's so that's what's so difficult about whether you're playing, you're trying to get after Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen is not just their presence in the pocket, their ability to feel the rush, then step up in the pocket, get outside the pocket, be able to make plays with their feet and improvise. And both of these, I mean, these are, there are two of our the elite quarterbacks in the league, and it's no wonder why we're having the shootout the way that we are because they are so difficult to defend. We saw that last week, Brady, with Bill Belichick and his acumen for defending, co- being a defensive coach, the, the success he's had throughout the decades as a head coach, as well as a defensive coordinator, think about his time with the Giants back in the 80s winning the Super Bowl. Like, it, Just where are the answers? I don't know where the answers are. It, it almost feels like which team are, are, are we going to see a mistake? Are we going to see a tip ball somewhere and a tip ball that, that gets picked off and, and maybe it comes off of somebody's fingertips and they're not able to make the plays? Because right now, both of these quarterbacks are completely locked in. So many playmakers on both sides. That's where the advantage for sure, because Kansas City won the toss here, that they're going to have full advantage to be able to go down with all the momentum, considering they were able to 
score with 13 seconds on the clock, feeling like Buffalo, feeling like that game was history. They're moving on and hosting the AFC Championship game. Now they've got to regroup themselves, and the defense has to step right back on the field, haven't been able to contain Mahomes in this fourth quarter. Somebody's going to have to step up and make a play. I'm not sure where it's coming from. I, I love my number when I'm coming to plus 290, 280, plus 290, wherever that is that I had it at uh, in favor of the Bills to win this game outright. But right now, I don't like the momentum or the lack of momentum right now on that defensive side for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I just really do not understand how they defense that final 13 seconds of the ball game there. Yeah. Of course, it helped Kansas City. I mean, it was the difference that Kansas City had three timeouts to burn, and they certainly used them efficiently. But uh, just to leave that middle of the field so open and, and give them, you know, 20, 25-yard chunk plays, uh, obviously that did not turn out to their benefit. Kansas City will get the ball at their own 25-yard line to start the extra period here. Again, a 10-minute, excuse me, a 15-minute overtime uh, touchdown will win the game for the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're going to run the ball on first down here with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They'll gain about four yards there as the overtime session gets underway. Uh, James, talking about the uh, Bills' defense, that was really kind of the first uh, strategy that we've seen them use all game, and, and it made sense because there was only 13 seconds left. But it's like it's like they forgot that they could have tied it up with a field goal. It, it was odd to see that. But again, like I say, this has been one of the best defenses in the NFL all season long. Now, they've surrendered 36 points to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs tonight, but they're going to have to step it up here. And, and another thing that we've seen out of this game or out of this team on defense, James, is you know the bend don't break. We've seen it a few times where they have forced Kansas City into a field goal. Now, if they can do that here, that's a big deal. Yeah, that feels like a huge win if they're able to do that. Now we've got a third and short, third and about a yard for Kansas City inside the 35, 34-yard line here. But yeah, to be able to just get off the field, I think that's the biggest thing, whether it's holding them to a field goal or somebody defensively to make a play. I just feel like now that that defense feeling really tight, the fact that they felt like they had an opportunity. There's Kelsey again sitting down in the middle right in front of those safeties. I don't know if they were sitting in cover two, whatever they were looking at here, but Kelsey understanding, and that's where this team is just so well coached. Yes, you have a lot of talent and great playmakers. We saw Tyreek Hill be able to exploit that just a quick little out, you know, little slant and be able to house that from 65 yards, but also the the their the coaching that they have and being prepared in any situation and seeing whatever the defense is and understanding being on the same page with Mahomes as a young quarterback feels like he's been around forever, but being in these big situations and knowing where that, that these guys are playing together, the chemistry that they have on the field when it comes to Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill and all of his playmakers understanding what the defense is, no miscommunication going on in this fourth quarter for this Kansas city offense. Nobody pointing fingers. Everybody's on the same page as they, continue to drive the ball under 13 minutes now left in overtime and Kansas City still in their own half of the field at about the 45 yard line or so maybe the 44 they run to Edwards Hilaire again for two yards facing second down and eight now and uh, I was talking about the uh, Buffalo Bills and their bend don't break theory again if they can hold Kansas City to a field goal that's a huge deal here we are in the extra session where the Bills would get a possession of their own if they can hold Kansas City to just three points but James some good news for you uh, in this extra football that we've been played in uh, the last 13 seconds of regulation and never whatever you uh, had a couple of your prop bets come 
come through. The uh, Patrick Mahomes passing yards over 281 and a half yards. He's now at 340 yards passing for the game. And I was mentioning it just seems like a given that Travis Kelsey ought to get over 70 and a half yards receiving. Well, he's at 88 now. Mr. Kelsey, the tight end for Kansas City. Yeah, I would have gladly have given up that Patrick Mahomes prop bet as a loser for the Buffalo Bills to win this football game outright. But uh, so be it. I, I think here's where we're just seeing the Bills on their heels. And and this is where championship medal, in my mind, Brady, just comes to comes to form. And not that the fact that the Bills haven't played at a championship level. They have. But it comes down to what one final play to have to be made. And it happened to be on the defensive side. Josh Allen did everything he could for that Bills for to keep his Bills team in it, especially when they were down two scores in that fourth quarter and being able to get out there and, and make big plays, especially on fourth down. But somebody's got to return the favor for this defensive unit for everything that Josh Allen has been able to do to carry this field here. But here's another crossing route and another big play for the Kansas City Chiefs moving inside the red zone. Looks like we may have first and goal. Yeah, absolutely. McCole Hardman on a crossing route. The entire right-hand side of the field was wide open. I thought he might take it all the way into the end zone, but he steps out of bounds. Looked like maybe just outside the 10-yard line or so, but Kansas City absolutely just, you know, and we've seen this out of both offenses, really just shredding the opponent's defense, but Kansas City fortunate to get the ball first here in overtime, and they are absolutely taking it right to the Buffalo Bills defense, and they're actually inside the 10, the 8-yard line here so indeed a first and goal situation for Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City and it looks like that's your ball game right there Mahomes to Travis Kelsey in overtime the call on the field is indeed touchdown we'll update you on the other side looks like the Chiefs are headed to the AFC championship At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.